0: Good afternoon again everyone, I'd like to again welcome everyone to being here to celebrate the life of my mom, the dearest person in my heart. I have never loved anyone as I loved her and I started preaching at my church and every Sunday for the last three, four months she would come and watch me preach. And then afterwards she would say, you did a good job. <laughs> Even though sometimes she would sleep, <laughs> right? Because of her condition, she couldn't have helped it. But she is the definition of a coach. She would always cheer us on. And like both my sisters say, and my brother say, if you're angry with your siblings, or if you're angry with your aunts, you fell out with your aunts in the past, She would always try to be that bridge and say, forgive your aunt, forgive your brother, forgive everybody, work it out with them. Did you call them? You know, and so she will be really missed. Um, I mourn today. Not because I'm uncertain of where her soul will be, because she's a born again Christian. Mm -hmm. I'm very certain that she's at peace. I mourn because I'll miss her. I will miss her. I've never felt the way I felt today, or the day that I received the news of her passing. But I remember the first thing I did when I heard, my sister called me close to 10 and told me mama's passed on. And the first thing I did was got on my knees, and I said, God, thank you for letting me be born to her. Thank you. That is the absolute first thing I did. And so today it's my pleasure to be able to give the word to preach at my mother's funeral. I know she'd be so happy that I'm doing that because she would always cheer me on. Doing it so I'll be reading from revelations 21 and it says and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there were no more sea and I John saw the holy sea new Jerusalem Coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he dwelt with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more debt neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And we all have to say goodbye one day. We all will have to say goodbye one day. But as long as Jesus is our Lord and Savior, we we'll meet again in the New Jerusalem. Main reason I choose this scripture because it's comforting. I would like everyone to know that when you lose a loved one, not a single seed that they've sown in your life will die with them. Who you are before the person, who you are before the person came into your life, and who you are after they left, was partly because of who they were in your life. God used every moment you had with them to mold you into the person He desires you to be. So let's let's mourn while placing one foot in front of the other, and move forward. On the 13th of November, we lost a lot. But let's ask ourselves, herself, what did she leave us? What did she impart into us? Mom was a coin of two sides. I saw her strength and her weaknesses her fear and her bravery, her boldness and her shyness, her selflessness and her selfishness. She wanted all her children to love her, all her children loved to herself. And that was the type of person she was. So yes, she was jealous. Uh, I want to tell you a little bit about her selflessness um, at the hospital I prayed for my mom because I'm a Christian I believe that's what we do right yeah. and um, as soon as we finished praying and with all faith I'm telling you I believed that she was going to be healed and as soon as we finished praying my sister called from Guyana my oldest sibling Stacy and she was crying and mom would say Stacy don't cry mom will live don't cry I will live and as soon as my sister hang up the phone my mom turned to me and start making funeral arrangements <laughs> I was so shocked I was like I "Think you just say so you gonna live <laughs> and it told me back I thought like when she was saying she was going to live, was like, yes, that's what I wanted her to believe so I could believe too, when it could happen. But she was finished fighting. So when she was telling my sister those words, even near death, she was putting herself last and choosing to comfort my sister. Because she had decided that she was going to move on. And she is the most selfless being that I've ever met to face death, and yet was not Mm -hmm. Mm self-centered. So let's follow her example and examine what she left us. Let's understand that we may never get back the family we've lost. So let's love the family we have left. And instead of putting our own feelings first, let's feel for each other. Mm -hmm. Paul had the same decision before him as mom did in the Bible. And they they both made their choice. And i'd like to read that scripture with paul's decision philippians 1:20 20 to 23 it says i eagerly expect and hope that i will in no way be ashamed but will have sufficient courage so that now as always christ will be exalted in my body whether by life or by death. for to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. Sam's 147.3 says, "He healed the brokenhearted and bended up their wounds." For my siblings and family members, especially my siblings that are not born again Christians, I want you to know that I will never give up on you because it says that the seed of the righteous will be saved, and both your parents were born again. I have a memory of my mom when I was younger because of my dark complexion I was once being teased. And she put me on her lap and she squeezed me and she says, you're beautiful, black is beautiful, don't ever forget that. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've never forgotten. And um, then I remember we had some family issues. And so my mom left to Barbados uh, to use foreign exchange to help take care of us. And some of my aunts also stepped in to help us. Auntie Patty, love you forever. Thank you. And um, I didn't see her for a long time after I came to America. And now this is the same son. She said, she's beautiful. Let everybody tell you different. She came to America and saw I got fat. (laughs) And she's like, you need to lose weight. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, every day she would call me, sometimes 10 times a day. Oh, i will be so mad, but I wish for one of those calls right now. And she would call me, she said, you ain't ready for the day? I said, yes, mom. How many times? I said, once. She said, that's too much. Like, what do you want me to do, start? She said, you should. She was so serious about that, so, I'll make her happy, and I'll commit to it, and I'm going to lose the weight. Now I'm going to check on you. Now I'm going to cheer you on. Now I'm going to text you about the bear minimum. So that was a joke that my sister said, because I told her I'm not fat, I'm just a bear. And she said, but eat the bear minimum. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all laughed, I think that was very corny. <laughs> okay, some that began, but um, with that said, we'll be leaving to go uh, to the burial. We um, took time. Oh, we've got some more time. Uh, We're we'll leaving soon to go to the burial, and if anyone else would like to come up and say any words or just to comfort each other that's fine, be friends, family members, you're leaving at 1 p.m. And again, i really like to extend my heartfelt, like thank you guys for being here. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for all that we're able to give. Thank you for all that we're able to send your condolences. As a family, we love you and we appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thank you.